0: And welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR This episode we continue our Dog Diary series Basically the series we're just learning about dogs in alphabetical order Dog breeds that we're looking at today begin with the letters E and F And if you have not caught uh, the first couple parts, it's really not that big a deal yeah, this is not something that needs to be listened to in sequential order. You, know, you can basically just cherry pick You know, which dog breeds do I want to learn about today, which don't I, not a big deal. So, Again, as mentioned, we're doing letters E and F, and with that in mind, let's just jump right into it. The first dog breed on this episode is the English Cocker Spaniel. Now, the English Cocker Spaniel, you'll know immediately if you've seen Lady and the Tramp. That's what Lady is in that film, which, by the way, I saw the live action not that long ago on uh, TV and um, was really stunned at how nice the animation was and how they were able to make these animated dogs that were, you know, they were intentionally trying to make look real speak without making it look too weird and and did pretty well. So, English cocker spaniel, as you can imagine, originates in England. These dog breeds are large in size. It has less coat and is devoted, affectionate, and funny. This is Wikipedia's description, not mine. I've never met an English cocker spaniel in person. Um, English cocker spaniel, known as, is known as a compact and a well-balanced dog say so next we have the Entelbücher Sennenhund which originates in Switzerland based on the picture I see here this kind of looks like a I don't know like a small or medium sized like Labrador or something like a short haired I don't know it's the kind of it's a kind of pooch that's got a face that makes you think that it's going to be huge like a malamute or something like that or a german shepherd but then it's it's medium in size. So, sturdy dog breed, known for their typical working dog features. They have short hair and learn quickly. Next we have the English setter, which as you can imagine is from England. Description I have here is gorgeous white coat flecked with tan or black some dogs have tricolor having black fox on the coat and tan points on the leg and muzzle looks like a nice uh, I don't know you know I'm, I'm not a dog expert to be to be frank you know and it's it's my commentary you're listening to. It kind of looks like any dog that you see, you just kind of roaming the streets, looking for a little bit of food here and there. Sorry, I know. Maybe you know. Maybe I'll have an English list, an English listener tell me, "Hey, look, uh, the English setter is uh, the national dog of this country," and you offended me. If that's the case. I apologize. But based on the picture I see, it looks like the kind of dog. The English setter to me looks exactly like the kind of dog that gets lost for two days because they went for a walk. Decided to keep walking and I just came back two days later. No explanation. Up next, we have the English toy spaniel. Of course, from England. Dogs are affectionate and willing to please restful dogs, and they have the heart of a lion if he or she believes a person is in danger. I love this commentary by this website. I don't think I pulled this one from Wikipedia because it's like, so how do you determine whether this? Breed has the heart of a lion or not? Have you tested this? Is there, are there certain dogs that have the heart of a tiger? Are there certain that have the heart of a sheep? I mean, what's, as you can imagine, the English Toy Spaniel looks like the English Cocker Spaniel, um, just small. And I'm guessing my, if I had to assume, I'm assuming they just took small English Cocker Spaniels over generations. And they kind of just made a smaller breed. Next we have the English Foxhound. Originally from Great Britain. They don't say England, they say Great Britain. This dog breed has been bred for more than 150 years. And were used for fox hunting, but with plenty of exercise. Can also make a fine family companion. His voice and size make him best suited to a rural, rural home. is this a large dog breed? I'm not really convinced it doesn't look like a very large dog to me, but anyway, If you've seen a foxhound, you've seen a foxhound. Very elegant, kind of a greyhound looking in terms of you know like a, a bold kind of chest and then a you know a, a rib cage that kind of gets a little bit smaller towards the hind legs. Medium-sized tail that can point up. Beautiful, beautiful dog. Next we have the English Shepherd. Originates in England and southern Scotland. These guarding dogs are independent by nature. They sometimes become stubborn when they don't get enough exercise. Now the English Shepherd they have here as a medium-sized dog. Again, I would I would really assume that a, an English Shepherd is large Compared to other dogs. Next is the English Springer Spaniel. Of course from England. Great family dogs. Known for their happy, lively personality. But their versatility makes them popular for a variety of activities. Like field trials, hunting, the show ring, and all kinds of dog sports. Since says here it's a large dog breed. I'm not sure if this would be larger than the English Cocker Spaniel. It might be by the picture it looks a bit, uh, but it basically just looks like a larger English Cocker Spaniel. Up next we move away from the English dog breeds into the Eurasia, a breed from Germany. The description is, the medium-sized Eurasia has the characteristic characteristics of a Spitz breed, a wedge-shaped head, a thick double coat. Yeah, it kind of looks like a a husky, kind of, but um, just smaller, similar in nature. Um, I have a little bit more information here. The Eurasia or Eurasian dog um, is widely known as a wonderful companion that maintains its own personality, has a dignified reserve to strangers, a strong bond to its family, and is relatively easily easy to train. The Erasure is well, well balanced and constructed, medium sized spits type dog with prick ears. Their words not mind. It comes in different colors, including fawn, red, wolf gray, solid black, and black and tan. So you could have a erasure in wolf color and you know everyone you have a wolf. The male has a height of fifty-two to sixty centimeters which is 20 to 23 and a half inches at the withers and weighs between 23 and 32 kilos, which is 50 and 70 pounds. So, yeah, certainly not a small dog. And the female has a height of 48 to 56 centimeters, 19 to 22, at the withers and weighs between 18 and 26 kilos, which is 40 to 57 pounds. Eurasias are calm, even-tempered, dogs. They are watchful and alert, yet reserved towards strangers without being timid or aggressive. The Eraser is a combination of the best qualities of the Chow Chow, the Keeshond, and the Samoyed dog, resulting in a dignified, intelligent breed. So, there you go. That was the Eurasia. I only have, have one more little tidbit here, which is their history. Eurasias originated in Germany in 1960, when the founder, Julius Whitful set out together with Charlotte Baldamus and a small group of enthusiasts to create a breed with the best qualities of the Chow Chow and the Wolf Spitz. The initial combination of the breeds resulted in what was first called Wolf Chow, and then 12 years later, after crossing with a Samoyed, was renamed Eurasia. There you go. That's the story of the Eurasia. Interesting dog breed. And then I think I spoke too soon because for some reason after the Eurasia we go back into the English breed dogs. Beginning with the English Pointer. Remember early in the episode we already discussed the English Setter. This is the English Pointer. One of the earliest sporting breeds. They were used as far back as the 17th century. To point hares hares yes, and later birds for the new 18th century sport of wing shooting so. next we have the English boodle crossbreed of the English bulldog and poodle and what's interesting is it's called the English boodle but it actually originated in the USA so again crossbreed of the English bulldog and poodle these breeds are known for their alert Gentle, loving, and social temperament. Kind of an odd-looking dog, I'm not gonna lie, because I haven't seen too many bulldog poodle mixes. So I basically see like a bulldog with like a longer face of that of a poodle. It's a little bit offsetting or off-putting. Next we have the Estrella mountain dog, a breed that originates in Portugal and Spain. The Estrella Mountain Dog is a large breed of dog, which has been used for centuries in the Estrella Mountains of Portugal to guard herds and homesteads. Very big dog. The Estrella Mountain Dog comes in two coat types. Both types should have coat resembling the texture. Both types should have coat resembling the texture of goat hair. So, a couple little tidbits for your upcoming. Trivia night, um, and I have a little bit more information. So let's talk about the size for these dogs. Desirable height for mature males is 25 and a half to 28 and a half inches, and for mature females is 24 and a half to 27. Mature males in good working condition weigh between 88 and 110 pounds, mature females in good working condition weigh between 66 and 88. Here I have a little bit of information about their temperament. A large athletic dog, the Estrella Mountain Dog, is a formidable opponent for any predator. It is calm but fearless and will not hesitate to react to danger, making it an exceptional watchdog as well as an excellent guard dog. It is intelligent, loyal, and faithful, affectionate to those it knows, but wary of those it does not. It is, be, it is important to begin training and socializing the Serra d'Astrella dog from puppyhood to nurture its acceptance of different situations. This is a strong, independent-minded breed that will need persistent training and consistent leadership. It has a tendency to bark, especially when protecting his or her territory. The breed has been developed in the mountains of Serra d'Astrella. In what is now Portugal? The Estrela mountain dog is one of the oldest breeds in Portugal. The earliest of the Australian ancestors were herd guarding dogs in the Serra de Estrela in what is now Portugal. Just repeated itself, but I continue reading. Since there are no written records, it is not known for sure whether the ancestors which contributed to this breed were brought by the Romans when they colonized the Iberian Peninsula. Peninsula or later by the invading Viscoths. Regardless, there is no disagreement that the Estrella is one of the oldest breeds in Portugal. Those early guardian dogs were not the distinct breed we know today. Rather, the Estrella developed over a period of of hundreds of years. Shepherds would have been chosen to breed the dogs that had the characteristics necessary to in their mountain environment, and to do their job. I don't know why I'm losing my voice in a couple of these inflection points. I think sometimes I want to make sure I don't go above a certain volume, and so I sacrifice kind of like just consistent delivery sometimes. It's always an interesting balance. I find that every time I record an episode, not every time, that's a huge exaggeration, but Every now and then, again at least once a month, twice a month, sometimes a couple more times a month. Um, I'll get a mail, an email about, you know, oh I only like when you whisper. Please just whisper. And then I'll get someone that says, I only like your normal voice. It's like I'm having I'm listening to a, a monologue or a conversation. Just do that. Uh, and then I'll have someone say, No, it has to be in the middle and then I'll have someone say, It has to be in the middle but a little bit Lower pitched, you know, and so it's like, okay, well, what do you want me to do anyway? So, I think I overthink it, is my point. A couple more interesting facts about the Estrella dog here the Estrella Mountain dog. There is no record of the Estrella outside Portugal prior to 1972. While some undoubtedly did leave the country, they were probably interbred with no effort to maintain the breed in 1972 and 73 pairs were imported to the US. Others were probably imported into the US since then, but it was not until 1998 that the first papered dog was imported into the US. The United Kingdom was the first country to establish the breed outside Portugal in 1972. Today the Australopelle can be found in many countries. Today, the Australian Mountain Dog remains true to its guardian heritage. It is still a working dog guarding flocks in its native Portugal and elsewhere. The Portugal, the Portuguese Marines have even used them as patrol dogs. So, very interesting breed. First time I'd ever heard of the Australian Mountain Dog, and um, that's part of the fun for me of doing these episodes. is just kind of um, just learning things alongside. I mean, a lot of this. I copy paste and I leave purposely as um, a surprise for the episode because I want to, you know, express my genuine thoughts at the time. It's just cool. You know, it sounds like a really interesting dog breed, one of the oldest in a certain region, and I mean, I had never heard of it prior to hitting record, so really cool stuff. So now we move to letter F. Now letter F really doesn't have too many dog breeds, but we'll see what we come up with here. So the first uh, breed, letter F, is the Fila Brasileiro. originates, of course, given its name in Brazil. Size is giant. This is the distinction they're giving it. Grooming is minimal. Training is time-consuming. Um looks like a giant uh shepherd of some sort, I'd say. Yeah. Not a whole lot more information here for some reason. Strange. Anyway, next up we have the Finnish hound, aka Finnish Brak. Originates in Finland. This large dog with minimal grooming. Um Looks like, uh, again, looks like a hound who seems to have slightly longer legs than the uh, English hound discussed earlier in the episode. Same kind of um, body structure, though, kind of like a large chested, you know, and then kind of this uh, greyhound, sleek look as it um, heads to its hind legs. Um, beautiful. Beautiful dog. Up next we have the Finnish Laphund. Originates in Finland. Medium to large dog. Average grooming, easy training. And the picture that I have here is I want you to imagine a ball of fluff. A happy ball of fluff running towards you in anticipation of being petted and getting some treats. And that's what I see here. A very happy, fluffy, round dog. The Finnish Lapund is a hardy, easy-going, medium-sized dog breed, breed, excuse me, of spitz type. Traditionally it has been used for herding reindeer. Although it is one of the most popular dog breeds in its native country, Finland, it is not very numerous outside of the Nordic countries. For Finnish listeners, do you have this beautiful little dog? in your, uh, in your home beautiful the Finnish Lapland is a medium-sized, strongly-built dog, it has a profuse coat with pricked, highly mobile ears, distinctive markings and an elegant nose colors of black, cream tan, white gray, brown, and white also brown and cream um Males will go anywhere from let's see here 37 to 42 pounds. Uh, females weigh 33 to 53. Well, that was the uh, sorry, that was actually just in general, so th- there's pretty big discrepancy in terms you know, there's a 20 pound difference from uh dog to dog, but anyway, 33 to 53 pounds is the average. Next we move on to the Finnish Spitz, which of course is native to Finland, medium to large dog. The Finnish Spitz um, was originally bred to hunt all types of game, from squirrels and other rodents to bears. It is a bark pointer, indicating the position of game by barking and drawing the game animal's attention to itself, allowing an easier approach for the hunter. It's original game hunting purpose was to point to game that fled into trees, such as, um, Grouse, don't know what that is, and Capercellies. Interesting, beautiful dog. Finish Spits. Then we have, I'll do a couple of rapid fire here, because I'm running out of time, otherwise I will probably be fired from my job, and I don't want that, I'm sorry we have the flat coated retriever we have the interesting formosan mountain dog aka taiwanese dog the taiwan dog is a breed of small or medium dog indigenous to taiwan these dogs are also known as the formosan mountain dog they are well adapted to the uneven and thickly forested terrain of taiwan having become a semi-wild breed prior to the arrival of several colonial reigns and foreign powers notwithstanding these adaptations formosans retained the potential to be trained and are now used as hunting dogs guard dogs stunt dogs rescue dogs or simply as companions i mean it's a it's a cute cute dog it's just like a short-haired kind of like a medium sized dog Um, it looks it has the face and nose of something that would be much smaller but maybe that's just me we have the fox terrier smooth I'm sure a lot of us have seen that we have the fox terrier wire which is I think what most people you know those kind of mustached fox terriers think they're super tough tiny little things cute little things but seem to always bark And then we have the final dog breed for this rendition of Dog Diaries, and it is the French Bulldog. Who doesn't love a cute little uh, French Bulldog? The Frenchie, as they're often called, is a breed of small, happy dog. Their energy exceeds their size, so the dog loves to run and play. These dogs are known for their insatiable desire to hang around people. They are little bundles of fun and great additions to any family. The French Bulldog is not a very vocal dog. They bark infrequently, so they are good apartment dogs and can manage in places of high population density. They are known to get protective of their owners sometimes, uh, so they may bark at the presence of strangers or anyone unfamiliar. They tend to get spoiled being the small family dogs they are, getting used to being pampered in a door. Some are even known to suffer from small dog syndrome. They may not appreciate guests, but they will still gladly meet new people. Other than sometimes being protective of their owners, Frenchies are usually fine around strangers. This breed doesn't have any age limit when it comes to playing. They live happily with people of all ages and are one of the few breeds that can safely coexist with smaller children. Their small build and lack of muscles make them unable to deal much damage. Their size also makes them pretty lacking in the intimidation department. They're cute. They're just cute. Cute, unique-looking little things. There's widespread awareness of the Frenchie's tendencies to be stubborn. If bad habits are not broken early on in the dog's life, they'll stick. Frenchies need authoritative owners that can be respected by the dog. There you have it. That was Dog Diaries, Dog Breeds, E and F. Let me know which was your favorite for any Finnish listeners out there. Do you have that little cute Finnish dog that uh, we uh, discussed earlier? Any questions, comments, suggestions, follow-ups can always be done by emailing hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening and take care.